Uh, so we, uh, when we come to worship, we give thanks for the one who is mighty to save. And we keep turning back to scripture. We look for uh, God's word to us through the story of Jesus. So last week, last week's episode, I read from Jesus's prayer for us, really, that is found in uh, the Gospel of John's passage about Holy Thursday. As the Gospel writer John tells it, this prayer followed important teaching from Jesus to his disciples, including these words that I want to share with you this morning about peace and the promise of the Holy Spirit. And these come to us from John chapter 14, verses 25 through 31. And Jesus spoke this. I've said these things to you while I am still with you. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I'm going away and I'm coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I'm going to the Father because the Father is greater than I. And now I've told you this before it occurs. So then when it does occur, you may believe. I will no longer, I will no longer talk much with you. For the ruler of this world is coming. He has no power over me. But I do as the Father has commanded me. So that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us be on our way. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Oh God, open us this morning. Continue to open us to your word to your way, to your peace, to your call. Open our eyes, our ears, our hearts, and our heads that we might know you. Amen. Last week, I left you in the uh, very end of the service about our action steps with some words about our upcoming Super Bowl celebration where we will have soup available after worship for a donation. Uh, we will be supporting this year the food pantries from Center for Family Services. I said I hoped, not prayed, I hoped that we would be able to celebrate eating buffalo chicken wing soup while watching the Buffalo Bills play in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But no, no, of course not. Unlike other underdog teams of last week's playoff games, well, the Bills didn't win. They would have won. They would have won if the game had just been 13 seconds shorter. I notoriously get too invested in sports and promise every year that next year I'm not going to care. Because it seems to me that the teams I support, well, you know, lose <laughs> and lead to disappointment and bitterness and frustration. My team doesn't have the uh, immaculate reception. 
Now, my, my team, the Bills, has a, has a series of sudden losses. Why can't, this is my whiny self of last week, why can't my team ever win, I say to my husband. Would I have been happier if the Bills won? Sure. Would I have been less bitter? Sure. But would it have changed my life? Absolutely not. Well, maybe for a week or two. We all want to be winners, though, right? It's why uh, teams that win championships suddenly have a big rush of sale on merchandise. We want to be able to hold the trophy and sing, we are the champions. It's the way of the world. We want the victory, the raise, the award, the praise. Most of us, including myself, want what the world offers as long as it's good, including peace, including the peace that the world offers. A United a Church of Christ clergy from Seattle, Washington, whose name is Reverend uh, Tom Robinson, identifies three kinds of peace that the world offers. I thought this was so helpful to think about. He said the three kinds are these. There is the peace of the palace, and that's of having all the stuff, all the good stuff, all the best stuff. And I would include here the best team, if you're a sports fan. And the second kind of peace is the peace of the fortress, of high walls, of impenetrable defenses, of the peace of protection. And then there is the peace of the escape, of getting away from it all. And if you're on Facebook or social media of any kind, you'll, you'll see photos of people on the beach on their uh, winter vacations. And maybe there's a little bit of longing on our parts for those of us who are still living in the snow. All of these have their attraction. And in themselves, none of them are entirely wrong or bad. But it's, it's just this. It's what Jesus tells us this morning, that God's peace is something altogether different. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give as the world gives. If the world gave the peace, if Jesus gave the kind of peace that the world gives, it would look like what Reverend Robinson identified. The palace, the fortress, the escape. But that isn't the kind of peace Jesus says he's leaving us with. When I was thinking about what is this peace, what does Jesus mean here, I, I thought of the Apostle Paul's words to the Philippians when he says, do not worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What is this peace? What is this promised peace that passes understanding? A story. Every morning, Dave and I pray together from a daily devotional called Give Us This Day. It gives you scriptures, a litany of prayer, a, a person of the day. Sometimes it is a saint or a biblical figure. It comes from the Roman Catholic publishing house, Liturgical Press. This past Tuesday, 
Our person of the day was someone I had never heard of. And there's no reason probably that any of us would have heard of her. Her name is Benedetta Poro. She was born in 1936 in Forli, Italy. As an infant, she contracted polio and suffered her life with uh, the results of that polio. And she had chronic bronchitis and was so often sick. And, and yet, as her family described her, they described her as one who had a continual spirit of joy and gratefulness. At 17, she enrolled at the University of Milan, and she felt that her call now was to study medicine. And, and so even though her, she was physically impaired, uh, she embarked on this study of medicine and, and was uh, so successful for this time. But for a very short time, for what she started developing was these um, symptoms, which were quickly identified as a rare disease that affects the nervous system, which caused her to withdraw from her studies. And little by little, this young woman became deaf and blind and paralyzed. Sounds like the end of the story, right? Sounds like, oh, this is so sad, I, and it is tragic that this would all end this way. But something happened inside of her which we can only, I think, identify as a piece that passes understanding. She began to identify that what God was calling her to, her ministry, was actually that from her bed. That she could continue, with some help of others, to counsel visitors to dictate letters to those suffering illness or doubts, she could continue to share her love of God, even though she had, again, none of the three pieces that the world offered. She had no victory of healing. She had no victory of escape. She had no victory of protection from illness, and yet she knew this peace, and if there's this curious line in the middle of this story where it talked about that she went on or was taken on, I should say, a pilgrimage to Lourdes. And this is a site for many miracles. And people often uh, would travel to, to this place with the prayer to be healed, to have a miraculous healing. But what we're told is she received a different kind of miracle. And the words from this devotional say this, but Vendetta received a different kind of miracle, the understanding and acceptance that her condition would not change and that God was calling her to a different mission. She experienced it as a miracle. That's what I love about this. She experienced it as a miracle that inside she was at peace, the peace that passes understanding. She read, I'm aware more than ever of the richness of my condition, and, and I don't desire anything. I don't desire anything but to continue in it. Clearly, that's a miracle, because I don't think any of us could or should try to work our way to that. This is not like through human effort or understanding Bendetta came to this place of acceptance. She understood it as a miracle of the peace that passes understanding. 
that in her life what was fulfilled was the promise of Jesus that said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. I love this story. I love this story that she experienced it again as a miracle and that she identified it as such. A miracle of being at peace with her condition, knowing that God was not done with her yet, that God would still use her for good in the world. And again, she got none of what the world offered as peace, no outward sign of success or victory, no outward sign of protection or safety, no outward sign of escape, but an internal, an internal peace of heart and head, a peace that passes understanding. That's a singular story, but it is one that has been repeated thousands of times in the lives of the faithful. I've heard you tell. In my uh, life of ministry, I have heard many tell stories that sound something like this, that even when things didn't work out, even when a prayer they offered wasn't answered in the way that they had expected or prayed for, even when healing didn't come, even when there wasn't protection, even when they experienced the miracle the miracle of peace. And I really want to emphasize that um, this is a gift. I don't want anybody to feel guilty that they're like, oh, I got to get there, you know? I'm still feeling disturbed by uh, a prayer not answered or a condition not healed. That's okay. God is, God is still at work in us. Let's not beat ourselves up for where we are, but rather to say, God, this is me right now. This is me right now, and I am going to continue. I'm going to continue to live into and out of these words of Jesus. Peace I leave with you. This is the work of Jesus. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. God with us. For certain, Jesus desired to fulfill this promise in us through the presence of the Holy Spirit.